Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Beard Talk Live, the uncensored Free Talk Live after show. Learn more at beard.freetalklive.com. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Speaking of show prep that I mm. want to talk about, the, the one thing that I really just want to get out there fucking somewhere. All right. Okay, so Sam Bankster Fraud. <laughs> yes. Is, that's a new version of that. I like it. It is just uh, absolutely, he's not being charged with a thing. And I didn't know you could do this. So I've heard about double jeopardy, right? So, like, if I had a jury that found me innocent of murdering you, I could just murder you. That's <laughs> what the movies have told me. <laughs> Okay, but, but there sure. is this idea of okay, once you once uh, uh, once this kind of court has found you innocent of a thing, then that kind of court can't try you again for that exact same thing. Oh, well, and I thought, well, that's kind of bullshit, but okay. I mean, there's an appeals process, but like, and apparently that's exactly what happened with uh, Sam is because they had to extradite him, mm. they had to get the other country's approval of the idea. Yep. Of exactly why they're extraditing him. And they said, yeah, this is all great, except we're not going to, like, say that he was more corrupt than other people in your country when it comes to funding your politics. <laughs> we simply do not acknowledge that. Yeah. So they did, didn't allow him to be extradited for that purpose, which I can see why you'd want to, like, establish the precedent of, hey... Come back here any time that you have, like, maybe been accused of funding the wrong people. Yeah. Uh, in the in the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, they are correct. But of the list, the the multiple, I don't know, 7, 8, 9, 12, 50, I don't know how many things they, they, they hung him on. Uh, but, like, one of them got taken away. Is that mm. is that about right? Well, so here's the thing. It's one of those, like... Like when Ghislaine Maxwell was uh, found guilty of, uh, like, peddling humans to nobody in particular. Just nobody in particular. Yeah, and and no one knew Epstein either, even though they went on all sorts of flights with him multiple times. So so, uh, Sam seems to have funneled uh, a lot of money out of the Ukraine and to nobody in particular, because we're not going to talk about that in court. I don't really want a permanent and, record of and, every okay, single so, corrupt politician in America. So I'm trying to think about why. Why would, you know, uh, here's here's why. Because, because they don't want to know that they did it in cryptocurrency. Hmm. That's why. Fuck. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. Cause, well, think about how hard government's coming down with cryptocurrency, dude. Fucking everybody's scared to fucking transact in crypto. Do you accept? No, everybody's scared. Oh, I don't talk to. Oh, no, that's fucking evil money. That's blah, blah, criminals shit, fucking man. shit, right? I right? mean, I'm not saying that's necessarily what happened, but if that's what if, happened, if they bank, would absolutely need to leave that off. Bankman might get Epstein. Because if the world <laughs> finds out that you can bribe politicians in cryptocurrency, right. then all of a sudden the American politicians don't really no, matter I'm as I'm pretty much. sure that that crashes the dollar in and of itself. Mm. I it's just a hunch. I don't, you know, but like I can imagine the the backlash on that if if a bunch of politicians got caught uh, having been bribed in cryptocurrency. 
okay, so here's some fuck, fucked up shit. What the hell shit. would happen, man? Right? So that's so, why they don't. They don't. I think Bankman's well, got shit on him. Well, so I know that he specifically opted out of. So it, it, it's something that never happens. Like at one point, they passed a law that said that. Uh, no one could like announce that it was them giving politicians money. Like all of the money right. going into politics had to be dark money, and they abandoned it immediately because no one was giving any money to politicians. And the politicians really can do shit in a big hurry when they feel like it. Oh yeah. So they, in a big hurry, got rid of that. So no, that's and and that's the thing. No one ever does this. But Sam's like, yeah, of course I don't want to piss off all the lefties by admitting I gave all the righties money. Do you think Bankman has dirt on him? Oh, dear God. You know, like like evidence? Um, Because like... Okay, so he like, was on a lot of drugs. And like the biggest thing that they warn you about with the drugs that he was on is you will make a lot of stupid bets, basically. You will take a lot of chances. It, it completely fractures your, like, risk tolerance. Yeah. Which actually kind of made him perfect for crypto. Uh, crypto the scam, not crypto the technology. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Oh, good gravy. You guys are alive. Butter. Good gravy with butter. Butter. Oh, and, and backstrap. Gotta have back straps and butter. Barely. Mm. <laughs> that should have been like a rock band name. Back straps and butter. Yeah, they could have played with cream and meatloaf. Mm. Ah, nice. <laughs> hey, I got one for you on meatloaf. Um, I don't know if one of the band members. I won't died. do that. <laughs> they absolved, but evidently, if you want to see seventy-year-old meatloaf, now you got to go to Denny's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Denny's. Um, I'm trying to think of other Denny's-like places. IHOP. Uh, okay, IHOP, yes. I'm thinking Waffle House to some extent, but not as much. Mm. I'm thinking Sherry's. Ever heard of Sherry's? S-H-A-R-I apostrophe S. Mm -hmm. Sort yep. of the same thing. Yep. I'm thinking Perkins. Perkins is another one. Uh, oh, Perkins. Yeah, Perkins Cake and Steak or whatever the hell uh, it was. There used to be a place called Country Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very that like, mm -hmm. you know, would have fit in that category. Yeah, the all night diner. How about Bob Evans? Oh, Bob Evans, Bob's big boy. Yeah. I tell you what, the, as far as commercial biscuits and gravy, I have never been disappointed in that place. Yeah. I, always, you know, it 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 tastes like what it's supposed to taste like. There's pig in that there sauce. I was thinking, uh, uh. Shit, I lost it now. Damn it. You were thinking shit. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I was trying to think of what... I mean, I heard, I heard it talking shit. I didn't know you could think it. shit. What's been delicious in, like, that category? Like, I know you can feel shit, but only in, in uh, England. Oh, I feel shit. I feel shit. Sometimes I think that uh, I can imitate an English accent, and then all of a sudden it becomes Australian. <laughs> for some reason i don't know it's called the why. criminal element I, like yeah or even like uh i can't do it right now what's the uh the other side of australia there was uh, like new zealand -ish. yeah they got a different like oh. di slightly They've different accent. Great dicks. yeah slightly different accent anyway major
No, sometimes it's I try to do Irish, but it always seems to end up in like a Cockney English. I did watch yeah, a lot of Doctor Who, so yeah. occasionally I can keep it up for so, long periods of time. So, did you know that there yeah. are so many English accents that some will 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 be specific to a particular neighborhood? Yes. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Oh, my grandmother came from Wales, and uh, in England, if you called a Welshman an Englishman in a oh, bar. Yeah. That's an insult. You would have a fight on your fucking hand. Them's fighting words. We talked about fighting <laughs> words, man. Yeah. Do you know I mean, that uh, well, the original Wales, English Wales accent was actually place. a lot more like American? Lower Wales was the only place in ancient England when all of the four kings became one king that was never conquered. Mecca king. So they were kind of like, uh, <laughs> the the, the, the Power Ranger really. monarchy. <laughs> Well, I mean, they were kind of like the, you know the the Sicilians in Italy, <laughs> and they they, they claimed they were kind of like the Gobots. Not have happened, but they had pride about it. Voltron, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, anyway, we were being so, uh, yeah, uh, hey guys, serious and educational. We, we were uh, we can't doing really have those, addicts. We can't really have those uh, pauses of silence. So if you <laughs> you know don't jump too fast, but you know if you get more to if you get to like two. Like, probably say something. So what were you saying about Sicilians? They're so oh, silly. Well, how they uh, they have always claimed that they were never conquered. And huh. uh, the truth of the matter is they were conquered by the Moors back in, like, the 1400s. Mm. That's why, uh, you know, the Italians are a little darker skinned. Well, that's why they, Sicilians they are darker than Italians. Now, don't well, don't talk don't to don't talk to them about that because uh, racism like, is still alive and well in wasn't, Sicily. Wasn't this uh, clearly defined in uh, the movie True Romance? It was okay. absolutely magnificent scene. Isn't it uh, my favorite torture scene of all time? Actually, because uh, uh, usually I despise torture scenes, but man, he does just such a great the fuck's great the job of that. The heart, heart, mm. Except maybe the one in Fight Club. That one might be a better one when he's just, oh. like, taking punch after punch. He's like, get it all out. <laughs> you know what scene in a movie uh, that I've seen uh, within the last, you know, five, ten years or something is? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio when he gets the fuck beat out of him by a bear. Hmm. There's a, there's a movie where, like, and it's like... Like, the bear's got him in jo- and, like, whips him around like a rag doll. There's a couple of scenes where he's like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think there's just, like, a certain amount of people talking shit about an actor, and at some point Hollywood picks up on that and, like, impales them on a spike in a movie or something. You know, just so people have that catharsis. And then and then the next movie that I saw uh, after that was where uh, Samuel L. Jackson gets shot in the balls. Mm-hmm. So right about the same time those movies like came out or whatever, and I seen them like you know within a day of each other, maybe even back to back. For all mm-hmm. I know, I, I binge from time to time. Uh, and uh, one, of the kid, one of the kids I grew up with in my hometown, he he thought he was a real badass. He had like five older brothers, and he was a little bit puffed up, but he was short. He had this Napoleon syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. And he used to go around and. When he'd get real puffed up feeling, he'd grab his ball sack and just whoever he was contriving with, he'd say, dick and nuts, motherfucker, dick and nuts. 
Well, one guy after about five years of this shit shot him right in his dick and nuts with a shotgun. Whoa. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Uh, hello. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Yeah, uh, uh, this is motherfucking Dodger. Oh. Not just regular Dodger, it's motherfucking Dodger. Not Duck Dodgers. Uh, uh, yeah. 24 and a half uh, centuries. <laughs> No, I uh, last time I, I was so excited to get on, and then I realized I was way too drunk to like make anything coherent. So I said, "Fuck did, it, I'll do this some other time." Did you listen back to and yourself? Never do. Right. I, I can't stand the sound of my own voice. <laughs> However, I do like the uh, hey. Uh, 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 Captain, yeah. I do like the sound of your voice on uh, the, your EP. Hey, thanks, man. You, uh, yeah, uh, I've got you, uh, you know, saved on a couple playlists on my uh, Spotify. So fucking hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, getting on playlists apparently uh, is like one of the hardest things to do on Spotify. As like an artist who's never had anything on Spotify before. Hmm. Well, n- I've not had my own solo work on Spotify. I've, I've other bands I've been in are on Spotify, but. Used to be back in the day, you had to do all that shit yourself. Now you can just like upload it one time to a distributor, and they're like, Poof. "Hey, you're on Spotify. Did you know you're on Spotify? Yeah, I found out. Yeah, yeah. They let me know, and then I had to go in and like change all the shit they fucked up, like mm-hmm. logos and resizing, and like putting in pertinent information. And yeah, it was almost like I still did all the work I would have had to do if I'd have done it all myself. <laughs> <laughs> almost just like that. Thank you, distributor. Right. Unnamed distributor. <laughs> anyway, now that I'm actually uh, fucking thinking straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, hey, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I got I a just... question, though, because, well, you know, I'm me. Uh, what's your favorite song? One, two, I or three. really like words. R- really? Nice. All right. All right. Interesting. Nice. Uh, I, I really like that. Um, All right. Go ahead. I just. Thanks, man. Uh, no, I, I I wanted to bring up an instance of spontaneous order that I saw today. Okay. I I got to, you know, I times I work uh, Saturdays, but uh, even though I had work to do, I said, fuck it, there's a rib fest going on. Pop Evil is playing. I mean, I'm a metalhead, but uh, Pop Evil, I, they're a decent band in, in my book. Okay. Hey, uh, got to eat some ribs. It's just kind of funny, like, there isn't, like, stadium seating in, in this festival site. There's just, like, a big, open, like, paved area. Okay. And it's amazing how people bringing in all of their own chairs and shit and setting it up. This order happens. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's sitting there directing people where to set up the chairs, but all of a sudden, like, there's perfect rows of chairs, uh, even, yeah. like, little aisles that, that people set up. How the fuck do we need people uh, planning this shit? Right. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Naturally. What we need is people involved yeah. and energetic about it. Like, someone was motivated to get some chairs. But, yeah, you can have an event without an event director. Weird, huh? Yeah, uh, if you, you know, uh, well, if you want to see people, you know, spontaneously organized, just look at any crisis situation involving, mm-hmm. you know, many people, uh, something as small as like a bus crash 
right? Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, fatal or anything. Just, like, a bus crashed into a car, and then they had to pull over to the side of the road, right? Well, all of a sudden, somebody's in that bus going, okay, everybody, just be calm, you know, right? Somebody takes over the situation, right? Uh, other people are like, hey, can we help, right? Yeah, like, people want to, uh, you know, resolve crisis situations just naturally. It's one of the things that I actually like about humanity is that uh, if you want to, like, man, you want to see humanity spontaneously organized, fucking uh, drop a bridge, like, between, like, an island and a mainland, right? You know what I mean? You want to see that bridge get rebuilt real fucking quick, hmm. right? The people will come together and rebuild that bridge, hmm. right? And it'll get built you guys, fucking uh, fast. I uh, heard about, I think it was the I-95 bridge through uh, Philadelphia recently. Yeah, it reminded me of... Uh, uh, something similar happened to a bridge in Minneapolis, uh, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, we're like just but, a, uh, uh, I-35. Yeah, thank you. 35W maybe? 35E? I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, this whole section of, of the bridge just like <laughs> dropped into the ocean <laughs> unexpectedly. No, I, I, I've seen videos of that. And I, I'm sorry. I had a guilty pleasure that I actually watch videos of that. Well, they must not have had a government there. <laughs> or someone would have been building roads. Uh, uh, it's it's one of one of the things I like to point to, and people are like, "What about the roads?" <laughs> Check this out. Oh, uh, uh, something else uh, like about this event, like uh, that there was like the whole spontaneous order thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, you guys probably don't experience the weed legalization like we do here in Michigan. But let me let me double check. Um, Let's see. You're from. Are you allowed to grow? Hello. I think it's up to twelve plants per person. Nice. Something's okay. funky with your phone like too. It's almost yeah, like you you're... are cutting out a lot yeah, tonight. It, it's weird. Are you on like a speaker phone? Well, or I got. I, I they had vendors there from like uh dispensaries uh dispensaries are like every other corner uh they're they're probably more dispensaries now than there are gas stations Dodger, let me area. stop you uh peakless near you hail from what state colorado and where what was the state i was in for 22 years uh that would be washington yes where weed has been sorry, in the first two states and so i just wanted to like yeah. you're describing something we're both familiar with uh if you want to move on I actually had this guy uh, from one of the dispensaries, like, all right, so I, I've got a long white beard, uh, nice. so I'm a fellow bearded man. Nice. Um, You're calling the right show. Correct. So, <laughs> I know it's it's why I, I feel compelled to call. Uh, you mm. know, uh, I've got long hair. I'm I glad we're compelling. The power of the beard compelling. Actually, my, 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 <laughs> uh, my hair and my beard are, like, uh, meet the same length, so... And so my brother actually was kind of offended because, like, this Rastafarian-looking guy, like, comes up and he, like, bumps me on the shoulder. And I look over and he's handing me, a, you know, a tube with a pre-roll in it. Mm. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a free pre-roll. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Fuck yeah. he, like, went by my brother to catch me. He's like, why didn't he give it to me? Oh, yeah, like, I don't look like a pothead. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Here, hold this. You you don't look like one of those long hair types. Yeah, you got you got pursed is what you got. Like like when your girlfriend's like, Hold this for me, honey and then bam, you're you're like, Ah, oh, what oh come on. 
I kind of bemoan my poor brother because uh, he can't grow a beard. He's uh, three and a half years younger than me. He cannot grow a beard. Like, uh, poor guy, he's tried, and he's got a big old scar on his chin. So as soon as it starts, and I keep trying to encourage him, I'm like, it, you know, when you started growing your hair out, like, there's that stage that it looks like shit. Like, just and just let it keep growing. I try to <laughs> encourage him, but he just won't do it. Well, and I've then, got an uh, idea. I've got an idea sideburns they're they're sort of the gateway no, no, beard. His, so if you just like let him cheeks. let him bring his sideburns down just a little bit and a little bit you know introduce him to like someone named boulevard or something like you know one of those nice like old spanish conquistador types <laughs> man you um, reminded me i uh i used to know a guy whose last name was burns and so, of course, we thought up all sorts of fun things like side and rug and third degree and grease and, you know, any kind of burn. You just, you know, and that's what you would call him if you wanted to, you know, either A, you know, nickname him in a brotherly way or B, rip on him. You know what I mean? You could, your choice. You know, it's it's a tool. Use it for good or for awesome. I mentioned the long uh, bemoaning him, not just for the beard, but for the long hair, because I kind of feel responsible for five or six weeks ago he had hair longer than me and he's what sitting at his computer do? desk i pointed out a giant bald spot in the back of eh, okay that's a legit mm-hmm. thing to do like yeah. a giant bald spot and he all of a sudden became self-conscious and that yeah wait well hold hold on so did he did he did he shave it all off like literally, like I'm like, bro, you really want to do this? You got like three years. Well, no, that's that it's, it's on one or head. the other. Like, either if you're gonna like cut your hair, he decided to embrace because it. you have a big bald spot, yeah. then you should just go full cue ball and be done with it. That's what I did. Yeah, seriously, that's he's like the entire time. Ball, like, oh right. shit, bald spot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean. Fortunately, I, I don't have that. I just have the premature graying. I'm pretty much fully gray, except for my mustache. I like to think I have 40. I have the mature graying, <laughs> not the premature graying. I don't know how old you are, but like you know, mine waited long yeah. enough. You know, now I I actually wish it would gray a little faster because I want it to be like wizardly white. I'm uh I, I'm actually fighting a battle with time on that one. Yeah. Uh, so far the wheat grass has has kept some of the gray at bay. I also don't want to put any effort into making it that way because I don't want to fake it, right? This is fucking, like, I literally do nothing to this except comb it with water. Occasionally some uh, coconut oil will find its way onto my comb uh, once or twice a year, something like that, So, uh, and that's about it. I know it wasn't the first hair that, that went, but it was the first time I noticed, like, full patching was COVID. Mm-hmm. We put the gray Just out. too uh, goddamn stressful. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Oh, good lord. All right. All right. Good lord? I, I didn't know we had the I, lord I, calling. I, I mean, I presume he has our number, but... <laughs> Which is 603-283-6160. Just so nice. people, people... So that we actually get it out this <laughs> <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> as, as my father was, used What's to say, that? I was in the image of, but I am not. Ah, okay. Hey, nice. uh, Major, are you familiar with... Uh... Oh, wait, no. Do we have to wait to do that? We can do it any fucking time we That's want. Right. All right, Major, it's are, you, our show. are you familiar with the Amble? 
The amble? Yeah, no. that's where we say the, the seven words. Oh, okay. I have never heard the beginning of the show. I've always wanted to hear this <laughs> rant. All right, it's really easy. Uh, it's shit, piss, piss fuck, cunt, cocksucker, cocksucker motherfucker, motherfucker, and, and tits. tits. Yeah, George Carlin's role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. it. Although now that we've said it, I can't ask you to say it with us. It's true. So, well, no, I, I, I could most definitely. I always wondered if I was to call in on the normal airtime and say just the word "dick," would that get enough? <laughs> no. Let's go actually, to this. That, and, that well, would not all, get you kicked off. First of all, uh, your caller ID maybe some annoyed is, but... is labeled like when you call in now, Major. Like it says, Major Payne on the screen in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> This is reserved for a certain class of caller only, mm. uh, and that's uh, people who call frequently. I believe we we refer to you by uh, what in my youth was how we thought of the very best of marijuana, chronic. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, so, like. I am, I am chronic. Nah, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, you are, but. <laughs> well, no, you're repetitive and pain. By definition, that's chronic. But what you are is entertaining to talk to. Like, I do bring quality to the show, I believe. Well, at least I try. I don't know about that, but, you know, some of the things you say, I'm just like, damn. Oh, I'm quick-minded, motherfucker. I'm <laughs> quick-minded. You're going to have a hard time outdrawing my brain gun. See, that's what I'm talking my about. Gun. Outdrawing my brain gun. Not the phrase like, I thought I would hear today. It's it's not colorful metaphors because that's a Star Trek thing. Uh, it's uh, colorful analogies. I like to think of it as genuine frontier gibberish. <laughs> frontier gibberish, Major Payne. You bring us genuine frontier gibberish, and it's yeah, fun to think about. And as a boys. and as a Colorado, I consider that a, a high honor. <laughs> A very Never high honor. That is a precious metal. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, that's what they say when they're hanging on the pole. Yeah. Oh, dear. I, uh, I do prefer the gold standard to the lead standard. You made me think of Led Zeppelin. Well, it, it, I, I don't know. You want to grovel it from the ground or you want to harvest it from the hills? Hell, either way, even if I go out and shoot all my own meat anymore, mm-hmm. I cannot get non-genetically modified meat. Really? Because the beans are oh, all I don't GMO. think that's so. Well, it, I mean, the, the GMO is in all of the feed. I mean, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll grant you that, like, you you can't get something that is completely unaffected by it. Right. I'll, I'll give you that. But... I don't think anyone is out there genetically modifying the venison. No, they're what not. If they they, are? They, they, <laughs> the deer are just doing what they do. They're going to the most convenient damn grocery store. Yep. Just like humans. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, do you go like two towns over to shop for groceries? No, you usually shop in uh, sometimes the, actually, know, yeah. the, the nearest one. Sometimes. I mean, most humans. Yeah, how much money you got to spend and mm-hmm. depends on the price of meat man i mean some people i mean there's a there's a little town probably 40 miles away that has a damn banging ass grocery store 
and uh, cheap, you know, good quality stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to go spend $400, it's worth spending 40 bucks in gas to go there. You yeah, know? that's true. Although that's going to get you, what, like a cart full? <laughs> that's well, a, I don't that's know. an inflation joke. Most people yeah, don't rise well, up to it. Day, I used to feel good if I was going out with uh, 20 bucks a bag. Now it seems to be more like 35. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's that's true. And then, and then the gas to get there and all the rest of this shit. Hell, there's, there, there ain't no salvation in pricing. You know what's uh, stayed relatively the same, at least uh, around here? The the price of a shot. Hmm. Like, it hasn't really gone up much. It's about the same as it was when I got here. might be up at like a buck or something like that, but it's certainly not doubled in price or anything like that. Well, I uh, I wonder if as the inflation goes up, uh, they make up for it in volume. Well, that's the thing about alcohol. It is one of the truly recession-proof indus- industries. That's true. And that's because, well, when people are happy... They drink. And when people are unhappy, they drink. Mm. Doesn't matter. It's uh, true. So it's, you yeah. know. If, yeah, if you that, was, that was always one of the, the strange things that uh, uh, with the Ren Fair was that entertainment is always recession proof. Because when people are at their worst is when they need the most distraction from their life. Yeah. You know when it's uh, not is, uh, you know, during a lockdown. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm so disappointed it's in the, the entertainment industry. The, the entire fucking entertainment industry oh, were just stop. like, oh, we can't go to work. We can't make art. We can't have theater. We can't <sighs> sports. We can't have sports. We can't have basketball or football or hockey. Like And like, I, libertarians aren't really sports people. Dude, I thought people believed At least in one things. Thing, you know? But like, you know, you would think that all these people would have gotten together. But I mean, granted, they kept the NFL on in like a limited capacity with no nobody in the seats. They couldn't let that one go. Right. They couldn't like, oh, shit, we can't turn off the football. Right. They couldn't let that one go. So they left it on in the fucking most demented and weird fucking capacity that they could have ever done. Like there there were these pockets of people who actually believed in shit. Like the the Jews in New York, apparently, right, are actually Jews. They actually believe in their shit. Yep. And when you tell them you can't go to synagogue, they're like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, there were, God we, told us six thousand years ago to do this. We're gonna do this. There were some other places where, like, you know, they're like, "Well, all right, everybody, just park in the parking lot, and we'll have sermon here." Mm. Right? It was like a drive-in style fucking, you know, uh, gathering of the congregation. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like. You're right. Like, if you're going to profess to believe a thing, Mm. you best act on the thing. Yeah. Right? And, like, I mean, I got to tell you, that's one of the reasons I'm here. One of the things uh, that I've learned in uh, employee management, uh, as well as tech, you know, stuff, is uh, change management. Right? Uh, And it's just asking questions, but you evaluate systems by the outcome. Right? I've designed a system that will deliver... X, whatever that is. Right. I've designed a system that will deliver uh, one pint of ice cream to my front door. Right. Let's just say that's the output. Mm-hmm. I measure the system well, on how well, well it does that. Well, here's the problem, though. People believe them when they claim to have created civilization. <laughs> no. My favorite is uh, uh, when uh, people think that government grants you rights. Right. Like, everybody knows the government grants your rights. Like, holy fuck, did you just hear what you said? 
Like, wait, 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 wait the fuck a minute, you know? And, like, you know, oftentimes, like, when I hear this, I just fucking, I'm like, I'm done talking to you. I'm walking away. Well, I think the unspoken logic to the idea is this. I think that somewhere, on some level, they realize that if you are to have any right, then I have to acknowledge that. And not just me, but other people have to acknowledge, for example, that you have a right to not be stabbed. Now, if you have a right not to be stabbed, then I have to act on that by not stabbing you. And other people have to act on that by not stabbing you. Yeah, not stabbing people should be real fucking easy for yeah, people. Right, right. So, the problem comes in that they that they believe the only possible organizing principle in reality is violence. They believe that this violent monopoly yeah. is the only possible way that you can organize human behavior. No, it's, it, it's fucking wild. Like... People are so brainwashed that they believe that without corporations, there wouldn't be companies. <laughs> that, like, nah, people would just yeah. not do things if they didn't have... People would not organize to build, you know, large products or, you know, provide, you know, vast amounts of services, you know, in a cooperative fashion, you know, for a price. No, of course they're going to exist. I mean, if there wasn't a registry, how would you have a record of things? Right, yeah. Oh, have you heard of pen and paper, <laughs> right? Yeah, be, a laptop, yeah because perhaps, merchants right? aren't you know, going like, to pay attention to whether they're profitable or not. You're going to pay more attention to every fucking thing you do because now you can. Right. And you kind of have to. No more outsourcing, right? This is the part, I think, that where people, even if they're drawn to, like, the philosophies of freedom, uh, they get lost because, like, more responsibility? Dude, life's hard enough already. Mm. I'm just trying to make it in the machine, man. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, yes, true. But you know what? You know what improves your life is taking more responsibility. Mm. If you take more responsibility for your own life, your own actions, uh, and refuse to turn the guns of government on other people, right, your life will improve. It's just... It's just how it works. If you're, well, if, if, if you're. And, and not just your life, everyone's. Yeah. Like your life has improved because of all of the people who chose not to do that. Right. All of the people who chose, instead of using violence, to negotiate. Yeah. Every single time that happened, it made it easier to happen. It made negotiation instead of violence a more likely occurrence the next time. And that's that's why we're fed, yeah. Like that's why that's why in the long run of things we have the first chunk of human history where we're concerned about getting too many calories. Why have why have all of humanity like <laughs> right, for yeah. as long as we have records for been kind of starving most of the time with relatively few exceptions. Until now, when we're actually concerned about having too many calories? Yeah. Oh, because there were enough people that chose to talk instead of force. Right. And, you know, the the free market ushers in a time where, uh, like previous to, to, you know, this type of a system, we'll call it a capitalist system, mm -hmm. previous to this, like the only way you, you acquired wealth was through violence. Right. You had to conquer somebody or dominate somebody to take their fucking wealth. 
Well, I mean, not and, the and only. So, but... And so, well, oh, the main way, right? And so here comes capitalism, if you will, free market capitalism, at least, mm-hmm. uh, with the idea that for the first time you could amass wealth by serving your fellow man. Mm-hmm satisfying a human desire a human need if you you know one of those two things mm-hmm. and you can enrich yourself by serving your fellow man win-win situation right i mean i don't see how anybody can you know say that you know that is not the preferred method right peaceful voluntary exchange between willing individuals well that's that's never an argument that anyone is willing to take on when they disagree with voluntarism. Right. They're never willing to take on the idea of, well, isn't it better if we do this without violence? Right. Than doing this through violence? That's not a that's not an argument people are willing to take on. They they're they're willing to posit axioms yeah. that state that you are wrong, but they're not willing to actually think it out. Measuring the output of the institution known as government uh, will tell you, like, just what is what it is they're best at. Guess what's at the top of the list? Killing. Yeah. <laughs> Killing. Lots of dead people. Killing. Yeah. It's the number one thing governments do. Lots of dead motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I still prefer music where there's... People playing the instruments, mm-hmm. like traditional, we'll call them traditional instruments at least, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, what does that include? Uh, well, really, uh, you know, guitar, bass, drums. I really like that a lot. If your band has guitar, bass, and drums in it, bass guitar, that is, and, and, and drums, traditional rock drums, like, I'm down. If you accent your band with some other shit, too, that's great. Uh, that's why I like uh, some... Uh, what they call, uh, is it modern jazz bands? Uh, Snarky Puppy, for example, is one of those uh, where they have, like, they're led by a bass player, like, and he's amazing too, Michael something or another. Uh, and they have a drummer and they have a guitar player, right? And, and, and that, but then they have a whole bunch of horns and a whole bunch of strings and, like, it's almost pseudo orchestral rock, but it's also, like, everything they do kind of sounds like a, a 70s or 80s like sitcom theme music <laughs> right so it's really super upbeat and like inspirational and, and that kind of a thing so but they have that nucleus of drums bass and guitar so i think it comes down to that um i also really like a power trio that's why yeah. i like rush right you know a three-piece you know right um not a lot of people yeah. get away with that yeah uh so you know, there's a whole bunch, but Slayer came out of fucking nowhere, and we're like, right? Like, Slayer, I think, is almost single-handedly responsible for everyone associating, uh, you know, heavy metal with Satan, right? Because, like, that, that's all of their imagery. They always have the pentagram on their shit somewhere. That's the, uh, you know? the they use the downward-pointed one, the evil one. The one I'm looking at, not the, the witchy one, the cover Slayer. It's actually sort of turned a little bit, so oh. it's sort of you know pointing. I don't know, uh, southeasterly, <laughs> mm. <laughs> with a chance of rain and blood, apparently. Uh, so like Hardee's, gotcha. Hardee's. Oh, we were talking about restaurants earlier, and I was like, I, yeah, I, Hardee's and Carl's Jr. They both have that like 
canted X or uh, or uh, star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, it used to be uh, when I was growing up and sort of wandering around, you know, aimlessly, like came from kung fu. Um, that like I thought I had knowledge. I did have knowledge, but like I thought I had more knowledge because of I had traveled in different regions. So like I knew of all the different names of all the restaurants. Right now, everybody kind of knows that because we've all seen commercials from out of market and that kind of thing where, you know, you're watching a different program and, or you get advertised to by it or whatever. So a, a lot more people are more familiar with the regional cultural differences like the restaurants, largely chains, right, have all been homogenized, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, you know, unless you get like the mom and pop, right. Or the, the one, the, I only have two stores, right. Kind of a small business, right. Uh, I like to go to those places because usually the food is better. You know, uh, the, the chains are institutionalized uh, to a degree and this, you know, goes all the way up to like, you know, steakhouses and shit like mm-hmm. that. Right. Uh, they're all institutionalized to a degree that, uh, I, I don't. I feel is like, I don't know, like less natural. Mm. So, uh, I really got to, I really got to shill my favorite movie. Okay. Uh, it's called branded and, uh, your favorite movie. It is my all time favorite movie. Uh, it's this Russian flick. And so it kind of takes a while to get going, but mm-hmm. like the the turning point of the movie, because let's face it, you guys aren't going to fucking watch some Russian flick, and I won't even ruin the, the ending for you, in case you do. But uh, he ends up being able to see corporations as they are projected by people. Like, so to the degree that uh, that McDonald's, or, you know, they're off-brand so they don't get sued version of McDonald's, has like inflicted itself on you and you have this like addiction to it uh he like sees that hovering over your head so we can see like okay well you're branded by these ones but this one's really the one that gets you yeah or like suddenly this one will rush toward the front because you're like oh i have a craving for that so he uh he's like oh dear god what do we do about these creatures yeah. And I won't spoil the ending because it's fun. All right. But, uh, but uh, that's. Wait, no, he already called in. That's exactly what happens to people. These these repeated patterns, these rituals that are, uh, that are written down and that are part of their, their corporate charter, they, they leave an impression on, on humanity. I became uh, an anarchist and an atheist. For the same reasons, mm. right? Yeah. Even though I identify as agnostic, just because I, I'm not smart enough to know what the fuck, right? Like, you know, I, I could be wrong. I'm human. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the conditions of life. But, it is. Uh, so, but at, at the same time, like, I looked around at, like, all. I became atheist before anarchist. Uh, and because I just looked around... You know, I was in several different versions of religion, mm-hmm. and they were all like, we believe in the one true God. I'm like, well, then why are there several different copies of you with different fucking features and you know benefits and, you know, statements of, you know, belief and rituals, right? You know, your, your candle lighting and fucking all that shit. And so then I was like, oh, and then like some of these religions aren't even like sort of the same religion. Like if you get outside of uh, 
like Christianity, right? You know, uh, and then you're like, oh shit, there's all these other fucking types of religions, even uh, not just subsets of the same religion, right? So, like, all of a sudden, nobody can agree on anything. I'm like, well, then how can any of you motherfuckers say that your God is the God? And, you know, and I'm just like, like wait, I thought the whole point. It's not fucking possible. I thought the whole point that I was going into this for was some kind of, like, framework yeah. that had consistency. Right. Well, okay. So not only do we have, like, it well, does. my actually, version is the only one that gets you into the good place. We also have, actually, everyone is my religion. Oh, really? Which one? Because the Catholics say everyone is Catholic. The Hindus say everyone is Hindu. If it does have consistency. Why does no one agree? It does have consistency across all religions if you consider for the moment that they could all just be cults. Mm. Like, it's entirely possible. Like, I think factually speaking, right, that, like, probably religions uh, all fit the condition of cult. Mm -hmm. Like, just by nature of existence. I think they all, because you can't prove anything, so how is that not a cult, right? Well, so, but again, the, the best, the that. best, an- hold on, hold on. The best answer that I ever heard to the question of is Scientology a cult? Fuck yes, it is. The best answer I ever heard was it's too soon to tell. <laughs> you know now, what else? That is a very fair answer. Now, uh, on, uh, I happen to know the speaker. He's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's a cult, but we don't know for sure because it's still going on. And if it's actually a cult, they die out. You know what else is a cult? Uh, like these multi-level marketing, you know? Yeah. They, these these things are cults. They're man. cults. Holy shit, man. And and the thing about cults, they don't work. Yeah. So, uh, so I looked at religion in that way, and I was just like, wait the fuck. Okay, so no, this is all bullshit, right? Because I'm like, I'm not joining your fucking cult. I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to believe in any of this shit and move on with my life. And guess what? I was a good person. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, human. I fuck up, right? But like, you know, I did. You know, I had fun. I didn't hurt many people. Like there was a few times when you know, got into some things and hurt was made. You know, but like, you know, it's been a relatively. Uh, I'm pretty glad with like how things have gone. Right? Uh, I'd like to write several books about it. Actually, and we'll. I don't know if I'll ever get to that. But like. Uh, I didn't need that as a guy. In fact, it freed me, right? It it, it allowed me to be m- more decisive in my actions, not based on a system of beliefs, but based on, like, can I put myself in your shoes? What would I feel like right now if I were me talking to you, right? And so mm-hmm. I try to talk to people in that way, uh, and I hope that that comes through. Mm-hmm. And it seems to have worked for the most part, and, and I'm cool with that. Uh, getting beyond that, I don't know how to get people from a cult uh, to the position of liberty. Um, and so I I became atheist and went about my life. And then one day I sat down and I'm like, okay, am I Democrat or Republican? And I found out, you know, that I'm neither, right? And then I looked at, like, the alternative party. The Libertarian Party was there. And I'm like, ah, it sounds like light Republicans, you know. Uh, the Green Party was there. There's like several other, there's a whole bunch of other parties actually that no one ever talks about. They never get any press. There's like, I don't know, 15 or something, right? And like they have very few members and all that kind of thing, but they do exist. Um, and I was just like, yeah, none of these seem right either. 
you know, I'm not really any of those. And then all of a sudden, I think it was, uh, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, li- you become libertarian when you accept the fact that uh, hitting people and taking their stuff uh, is wrong. You yeah. become an anarchist when you realize there are no exceptions. Mm. Something like that. That's I, exactly right. I don't know if that's the the phrase exactly, but something like that like was put in front of me, and I was like, damn, there it is. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm consuming you know, media, because uh, it's early YouTube days, right? I'm consuming media that's all about, like, hey, you know what? Uh, here's an argument against the state. Uh, oh, and here's another thing that uh, the state does. And, oh, yeah, did you know? And then, like, democide crossed my mm. radar. And I'm like, fuck, man. Holy fucking shit. That's mm. the output. That's the measurement, right, that you want to look for. That's what the system does. That's what it puts out mm. is democide. Uh... <laughs> so the reason that I was taken in by the idea of the American government specifically mm-hmm. was that of all of the governments, because, of course, the the underlying lie is that government is necessary. Right. But the surface lie was that the reason that this one was just was because it allowed religion. Well, uh, there's a reset that I'd like, but it's not the one they're talking about. Mm. You know, uh, you know. How about we turn the government yeah, off? My, my mine's more of a great rebirth. Yeah. Thanks. I, I like evolution. Yeah. Let's evolve out of this thing. Yeah, because it's totally possible to do it. Yeah, completely nonviolently. Yeah, yeah. And it's time for the love evolution, man. Yeah, you know. Oh, we just we just have to outthink our way. Yeah. Right? Uh, instead yeah. of fighting the well, existing thing, build a better one. Well, and that's the thing that that outcompetes it. Oh, so, so uh, right, so this is what I meant to uh, get to when I was talking about the cult that was Rome, right? Yeah. So part of that is moneta, monetary, Yeah. because the, that's the, the governing deity of the issuances of the idols of the sun and the moon, because <laughs> that's what they are. Money the the sun, God. Right, the sun will be the idol that is gold. The yeah. solar metal, it will have a god on it, uh, a male figure, frequently, and that's the thing, Caesar, frequently you will have the emperor, oh, the, the sun god emperor right. is our king. And, of course, the lunar metal will have the the personification of the state. Lunar metal? Yes. That sounds like a version of heavy metal I've never heard of. Mm, it's pretty lunar tunes. Uh, silver. Silver, Which yes. it turns out, or, or at least I heard, and I haven't had a chance to giggle it, uh, is the most conductive metal. Silver? But at any rate, it's uh, it's a low corrosive metal, and it's definitely the lunar metal, and has been for millennia. I, I just find it interesting that uh, Monita, mm. uh, was Monita an actual god? Yes, Moneta Juno. And, and that's, no, I didn't so, know. So Moneta... <laughs> I find it hard to like do you, for the first mm, when you first said it I thought to myself is it possible that this is all just like uh multi-generational like uh, muscle memory mm-hmm. that like oh people just believe that money comes from a god mm-hmm. you know 
Yeah. Uh, and so that's why people like follow well, the cult of the U.S. Well, or Canada or Mexico or whatever. Well, they're cult, right. They, 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 the borders claim that they're under. Because, I mean, one way or another, gods live in people's hearts. If they live at all. So the the value of the money lives in the same place. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it, it is the emanation of a god. Like, it's creation. And the one thing that humans absolutely, provably create into the universe that isn't there before and now is there is value. So, you... yeah, it, it is a fundamentally divine property that gives moneyness to, in this case, uh, mm. the solar and lunar disks. Uh, right. It, and it, in reality, what it does is it just gives measure to, you know, how much for how much. Right. right? You have to be able to measure a thing mm. but the in, value, order to, in order to see the results. Because the which measure, which thing do we use to measure? Right. And, well, it worked. And now it doesn't work. I had somebody use the uh, uh, the decimal system uh, excuse on me recently mm. when talking about, um, you know, will Bitcoin outlive the dollar? Absolutely it will. Mm. Yes. Period. I mean, I have no doubts. Oh, yeah. Um, however, his argument was uh, that, uh, uh, I can't remember now. Well, that was enlightening. Yeah. It was the, uh, what argument did I say? I don't know. You but used I, a something argument on me. But I would I say that uh, the reason that. It'll come back. The reason that there is no top for Bitcoin is because it outlives the dollar. Yeah. And uh, and that's the thing that's oh. really going to throw a lot of people for a loop is that they think that state-sponsored fiat is going to is going to be the next currency. And that's patently ridiculous. The decimal system. Hmm. Right. You remember uh, in the U.S. some time ago? Uh, well, maybe not. Uh, yeah, I think you're old the enough. Dewey Decimal System. No, no, no. Um, uh, they were going to replace like units. Oh, of measure. inches and feet. Yeah, and all we're going to move off the imperial to the to the decimal, like the rest of the fucking world. Mm -hmm. And that failed somehow, mm -hmm. or never even started. I guess I'm not really sure what the fuck happened there. But I remember there was a whole bunch of hype about it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. They're, they're going to set a date, and then we're going to move over. And so, like, people are like, you got to learn this thing. Somebody used that as an argument as to why Bitcoin won't be uh, a widespread adop adopted. Uh, because people couldn't even learn the fucking decimal system. <laughs> hmm. Well, I think that the decimal system lacks the most important quality of the so-called imperial system. I, I I know what an inch is. It's about this much. Okay. Do you know what uh, three centimeters is? N no. Okay. I have no idea. It's three of a thing that doesn't actually exist. What about one meter? Uh, again, it's a thing that doesn't actually exist. But a yard does? A yard's three feet. Okay. You can understand what a yard is, but not a meter? Well, a yard is three feet. A meter is not three feet. N no, it's ten of something. Cause it's the right, decimal ten system. of what? Oh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I can tell you what a foot is. I've got two of them. 
Well, at uh, the it, end of these yeah, stocks, I call it, legs. So, so you think that the relatableness of the naming conventions mm-hmm. of the units of measure is yes. what prevents yes the decimal system from it, being it, adopted, it literally despite causes its mathematical. A, uh, it literally okay. causes there to be a bridge between your physical experience right. and your verbal expression. I think it would be better for you to live an attempt to remedy your your thing mm. than to just say, "Oh, I'm shameful and now I'm dead and now well, I've paid my debt." Like I think, and like, that's uh, making amends, and that's that's the, uh, the is and different that's the, than taking your life and saving face. And that's the Christian thing to do is to redeem yourself, to seek oh. redemption. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. And I completely agree. And don't get me wrong, I, I I'm big on the whole honor thing. I yeah. uh, there's a, a an old Viking saying that uh, I maybe a paraphrase is uh, men die, cattle die. Mm-hmm. I know one thing that does not die: the reputation of him that's earned it. And there is definitely some truth to that. Yeah. And I agree that the the better way, like, yes, I, I get it. I get the, the idea of self-sacrifice, and sure, that is, it's a starting point, but let's articulate this a little better, yeah. because that's not sufficient for me. For me, you spend your life more carefully and more wisely, actually reversing the damage you've done as best you can. You You perform a living sacrifice. Yes. To redeem yourself. And if if you're lucky, you might actually do enough good that you bring yourself back to neutral again. Or at least uh, allow others the opportunity to learn from your past. Yeah. Right? That's that's one of the... You make the best of it. I say this so frequently that it's, it's funny that I still say it. Uh, we learn from the past that people seldom learn from the past. Mm. So learn from the past... <laughs> Like, I should tell you that learning from the past is of the utmost importance, I think, mm-hmm. to, to human beings. Like, we, uh, human beings don't just record shit for, you know, fun, right? They record it to be of benefit to the next generation. We can communicate. We can travel in time with our communication. Mm-hmm. You can write down something now. We can outlive ourselves with our communication. That will exist when you're dead, and then somebody else at some point in the future can read that shit. And then, bam, you're you're alive in their eyes because they just read whatever you wrote for the first time. So it's entirely possible for you to time travel forward, uh, but you have to do it through some sort of communication or art or something like that, something that will outlive you. Yeah. There's only part of you that survives the compression. Most people take care of that innate desire to sort of, you know, uh, leave something beyond themselves, leave mm-hmm. a legacy, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, and that is have kids. Right? For for a lot of people, that's their, you know, fulfilling of that particular human uh, trait, right? Uh, leaving a legacy and, is, and know, I for would them say is having that, a child. Right? And I would say that especially if you do it well, that is the most potent single legacy that one can leave. We are out of time. Thank you, Peakless Mountaineer, for being here. Thank you, Thank Captain you. Kickass. You're welcome. Thank you to our callers and, of course, our listeners. Uh, we'll be back in a week. 